Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend, XTENDAV.com. Go ahead and talk there, Tom. When you really think about it, like they have Wimbledon on in the background. Okay. The skirts seem ridiculous. They seem from a different period of time. Okay, what do you mean? That's what they wear. I know, and you're used to it. So they should just be able to wear shorts. But I'm looking and I'm like, yeah, this seems ridiculous. No, that's fair. This seems from a bygone era. So I guess you know they want to keep the traditions up and running. In golf, it, we have the Augusta it's tradition. A, it's ridiculous that the caddies have to wear those outfits. But did that, the, did it's the just been always, accepted. Did the men wear pants back in the day? What do you mean? Have the men always worn shorts to play tennis? Oh. Or did they Boy, wear pants? Boy, that's like, yeah, ah, blue, like blue big bloomers. Bleeping mind, didn't I? That is a good question. You bet your ass. We'll find that out. All right, are we it ready to here, jump into this? Go I ahead. have the answer. It says oh. here, men wore galoshes to play tennis until 1948. That's spicy. And then the Indians won a World Series. Yep. Yeah, and, and that they changed said everything. no more galoshes. Said, Mr. Gorbachev, take <laughs> off those galoshes. That's what they said. Are we ready to do this? Oh, of course. Okay, the following podcast has spoilers for Succession. So if you are not interested in spoilers, do not go any further. We mm. have given our Wimbledon takes, and now we will go into spoilers. So I'm going to do a countdown. Of sp- uh, yeah. Owen, you can leave the room. No, I'm good. I just watched right. the whole thing. Okay, here we go. I'm ready to go. Spoilers for Succession coming in five, four, three. Two, one, we're brought to you by Extend Technologies. It's time for the Succession Review Show. I've been looking forward to this for like two months. Owen, can you do me a favor? Can you toss me either my jacket or my Iowa State sweatshirt because I'm freezing my ass completely off. It is so cold in here. It is like a walk-in freezer. It is so cold. Hold on. All right. Tone, tell everybody what you thought of Succession. Uh, I thought it was a really good show from, from uh, you know, the first time I watched it. I was immediately drawn in. And what, there were four seasons? Four seasons. Four seasons, like the hotel. Uh, kind of got bored. 
throughout the fourth season. Not so bored that I wouldn't watch it. Obviously, I was going to watch every episode. What of us? And did and, you get bored because you knew it was over? Because you knew it was ending, and you wanted to see him land the plane. <sighs> Obviously, there was always the intrigue. The whole show was set up for for one reveal, which is who gets the company in the end. Yeah, that was the that was the crux of the entire show. And so, did you watch it live each episode? No, never. I was so, always... did you know there were going to be ten episodes? No, I didn't. But I knew when the season finale was. Okay. The series finale. So anyway, um, I was always drawn in. I thought I thought the writing was always funny and clever. I thought it was really cool how, and you had two shows that came out at the same time, really, this and Billions that showed how rich people lived. Mm-hmm. And now that's kind of been a subculture of TV in general. Like, we are fascinated. We, you know, lifestyles are rich and famous. We've always been fascinated by how rich people live, yeah. the restaurants they go to, what they spend their money on, the private jets, the vacations, the European trips. All that stuff, I thought, was illuminated in the early seasons of Succession to draw you in. Then the character work was so spectacular early on. on and I thought, really, for the most part, for the entire series, I just thought, this, the, now you're seeing why there wasn't a fifth season. The character arcs really stalled and did not, did not grow. Normally, you know, a really bedrock show like Mad Men or The Sopranos, there, there, yeah. there is a character arc. The characters can't be the same day one as they are in the final episode Agreed. because how did they deal with things that they could were confronted with? How did their family shape them? How did their work shape them? How did tragedy shape them? All these things are part of character arc. And I thought that's the one failing of the show that that, that is why it'll always be a rung lower than all the other shows is that all the I felt others. these were the yeah, interesting. I felt these were the exact same characters on the final show. They had never changed. And maybe that was ultimately what they wanted. What they well, wanted was these characters are bad people with bad intentions, uh, with with the, the seeds of resentment and despair about their lot in life, even though they're they're rich, they should be happy, but they're not. Maybe that was the messaging. I disagree to some degree. Okay. To to a slight degree. Um I thought that Roman became a slightly better person as time went on. Oh. Okay. As the show went on. I actually did. Um, I thought that he was redeemable in some sense. Um, I thought he became a slightly better person. Uh, but for the most part, I do agree with you, with the exception of Roman. I thought that I, w- when it comes to Mad Men, I think we also have to recognize that Mad Men played with a decade. This played with about four consecutive years. I mean, this all happens in a. They, they I don't do not think mess it was with four years, really. Oh, I, I, in the timeline, oh, right? You don't. You, you think it was less? I think it was less than Fair four enough. years. Fair enough. Okay. Mm, okay. Then I mean, then then fine. That's even less. I mean, there was. Remember, it was turning to 1960 when right. Mad Men started, and then they were into 1970 when Mad Men finished, finishing with you know Dawn on the Beach. Or excuse me, overlooking the ocean and and meditating and coming up with the Coca Cola mm-hmm. theme. Um, what I, I mean, do you want to do the Mad Men comparison now, or do no, you want to no, do stay, the Mad Men? Okay. No, stick stick okay. with the show on the merits of the show. Okay. I want to I want to see what you thought of the oh, show in the, the final show, season. Well, okay, so the with the final season, I I thought they killed Logan off too early. And this is where I have to I have to gauge my thoughts with it. Compared to what they actually did, mm-hmm. because they wrote it to be released week by week, and people reacting to it week by week. I had it ruined for me because I, ha- I have a job where I have to look at social media the next day, mm-hmm. 
and because I want to interact with the listeners. So I'm still seeing naturally what happened the night before. So I knew Logan. I, I didn't know Logan died, but I knew Logan died. Okay. Which I was, I then get this. I then got to see how Logan died. And, um, I think that there was such a great, when I saw how Logan died and their reactions to how Logan died, that was how I was tipped off. And by the time I saw Logan dying, I did not know who, nobody knew who was taking over the company. Okay. Cause I saw it basically in two parts. I saw it the first so many episodes and then Logan died. And then I saw it afterwards, right until now. Right. I mean, it's been over for a couple of months, but here we are. I saw when Logan died and I saw the, the, the kids reactions and that right there told me none of them are taking over. None of them are taking over. Roman did not know how to react to any of that. None of them. His speech, by the way, was spectacular. Oh, my God. No, spectacular at the funeral. None of them were ready for him to die. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking the man is 80 years old. He's already suffered a massive stroke, which, by the way, who, who, comes, who comes back that capable after a massive stroke, by the way? Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's one little loophole in there. I don't know if anybody who's come you back even, that you kind of forgot he was sick after that. Yeah, oh, no, you totally forget he was. Um, he comes back, and they are not ready. Like your father has already had one huge health scare right after his 80th birthday. He's an octogenarian. There is not any bit of you that has prepared for what is about to come. And now. Obviously, I'm I'm responding to the story. Yeah. I'm not responding yeah. to the writing, so right. that's a good thing there, right? Yeah, that was the point. But th- then after they after Logan passed, and the immediate reaction, I found myself waiting. Like I thought, episodes eight and nine were just I'm in a holding pattern. I did. Mm-hmm. Um, even with the the big long, the the huge funeral. That going on, uh, I realized just how how dark that is. I mean, it's been it seems that it's been a while since the since uh, Logan's died to the funeral, which is, I mean, there's a lot of people. You don't have to be a billionaire. I mean, I, I've I've seen some people die recently, and it takes like three weeks for them to have a funeral anymore. I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's maybe it was pandemic related. I'm not sure, but it seems to take a while. But especially a person like that, it's going to take a while for a funeral to get brought together because you got people coming from all over the world. So it actually takes a while to, to make arrangements. Um, they're making business deals. I mean, you got the future president of the United States who shows up at the funeral for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I go, but I also put myself in the headspace. their father would have done it that way. They wanted to. They he would want them to do it that way. Um, but it also showed me that none of them, again, when Logan died, were prepared for Logan to die, and that showed me that none of them were going to take over the company, that something else was going to happen. I thought the show ended the fair way, but not the realistic way. Tom taking over the company is what's fair. Tom played the game. And by the way, this the, I, I don't hold Tom in any reverence for taking over the company. You know, they're, 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 you can tell he's not a good guy either. I mean, the whole making fun of the people while they're on the Zoom call, which I thought for a second, I thought there was going to be for a moment I didn't know Tom was going to take over. So I thought, like, someone's going to look at him making fun of the people getting fired on the Zoom call there for a moment, right? But Go Tom, ahead. 
Tom's always seemed like more of a follower than an actual instigator yes. when it comes yes. to being a, a an evil narcissistic type of person. Yes, right? but 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 that's because, and this is why it ended fairly. And I'm glad you brought this up. Tom did not come from humble beginnings. He right. came from humble beginnings compared to them. You know, the whole, I think it was season three or two when he's, when Logan's yelling at Shiv and says, you marry a man fathoms beneath you, which what a word, by the way, right. uh, you marry a man leagues beneath you fathoms beneath you. And Tom definitely comes from an upper middle class or probably a 1% background. I mean, to be honest, what his mom's a judge for crying out loud, but he is not in their world. And so there is a fire in the belly to, to succeed and, and to, and to gain where them they're born into it. And, and Roman is assing off at the beginning. And, and Roman is a really a repugnant character at the beginning of the series. The whole, what, the, the we'll give you a million dollars if you hit a home run to that kid. And that's like in the first episode of the birthday party, for crying out loud. And it's so bad, even Logan is kind of disgusted by it. And Logan's done God knows what to, God knows who, right? Then you have Kendall. And Kendall, is, Kendall just thinks it's his birthright. To be the to be the apparent the heir apparent of the company, Connor never really thought there was a chance, and for a second I thought they might turn to Connor, and I was ner- I was nervous about that. I go, don't do this, do not take this thing haywire, and make Connor a player in this that would be ridiculous to the audience, and they just kind of kept Connor a a a comic relief character to the point where when he gives his uh concession speech and was it frank goes he was running for president connor was running for pre- connor's running for president and i thought that that made me laugh out loud and, everything uh, surrounding connor made me laugh yeah. the entire and then the he, entire uh, series yeah and then he uh because there was a one part where he like he's talking to um uh maria mm-hmm. and like all of a sudden marcia and then there's like a number thrown around for like sixty three million or something like that. And I'm like, what is he doing business now? Is he going to jump in on this? What is this? And then for a second, he actually said like he would be the best. And then they kind of went away very quickly. Uh, Shiv, Shiv is just a her father is definitely a sexist. So so she has to prove it more than anybody else. So I thought she was by far the most talented. Yes, of I agree. Everybody. I totally agree with you. On uh, that. She had people skills. She had kind of the the. They never really go into detail about the education of all these kids, but I don't buy like Roman. I never bought as somebody that could even run a small business. Exactly. So I don't even know how. I know that the 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 famous line now, the iconic line, is that you are all unserious people. I mean, he was the epitome of that. I and love you, but you're not serious. Not people. serious people. Like I I I don't think the show did a good job of ever truly making him viable. Like I thought, you had to make him at least a little viable if you're if you're gonna make it seem like he might get the company. But I was never buying that he could even get up in front of people and talk, or that he even knew how to how to balance a checkbook. So I never understood how he I was agree. part of it. I totally agree. Roman, when the show started, oh, I'm getting the characters mixed up. No, yeah, what, I, who, who, you're, you're Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. I was calling by his real name. Kendall, when the show started, I was like, I think this guy could be a powerhouse. Like, he seems to understand business. And then they made him seem like the biggest idiot in the world for two seasons. And I'm like, well, he can't get He just shrinks. He, he can't get this show, or he can't get this job. Yeah. Uh, there's no chance, no matter how much scheming he's doing, or his, his he was always a really good networker. So he always had the contacts and everything and knew how to play the strategy, but he always ended up playing it wrong. He had bad instincts. 
Uh, Shiv was always the one I was blown away by. And, and really, I think it might have been I was more blown away, even though Jeremy, uh, it was Kendall. Strong. Life, Jeremy Strong's a great actor. Mm-hmm. I thought Shiv was the best actor in the show. Mm-hmm. I thought she was better than Brian Cox. I Sarah she, Snook. I you thought, thought she was better than Brian Cox? I thought she was so damn wow. good. Every scene she's in, I I am I'm drawn into everything she says, the, the way she acts, her head movement. I thought for me, her acting was was the coolest part of it. And so I was always kind of drawn in. And I thought they sometimes fumbled her storyline. But I did think she was the most talented and, and most interesting of all the characters. Um, boy, that's a, that's a hell of a... Because I, I, I was so happy that Brian Cox... Brian Cox has done a lot of work mm-hmm. for a long time. He's awesome. And so... And it wasn't like I was sitting here years ago with you yelling about Brian Cox, he just Brian, wasn't Cox asked, Brian Cox, Brian Cox. He wasn't asked to, to yeah. carry too many notes. That's true. But I, I just, I like that. Guys like that who you find out their backstory and everything, which is crazy where he's he's this person who in the in the storyline is, is certainly a right winger. And you hear mm-hmm. about Brian Cox's yeah. personal politics, which is completely, basically he's you in in real life. Yeah. Uh, I, I just... I found that to be really well played, and and I've always been, you know, ever. I honestly, since I, since I was a kid in Super Troopers, always kind of liked that guy, and so it's 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 nice to see that there are serious people who are serious actors who adore what he's done, and for people like me to actually look at his work and respect it, you know, years later, I think is really cool. So maybe there's a reverence there for Brian Cox I, that maybe I, I overshadow. I also, I know. Sarah Snookover. I know you can never say never now today. I don't know if they ever want to pick up Succession again and do anything with it, but um, who's not watching a prequel? Whoever with, who, they'd have to find that dynamic Cox character, but to, uh, to, to have Logan Roy as a guy in his 30s mm-hmm. building the company, like, come on. How, well, how great! That's another. How thought. great would that show be? And all the natural tie-ins Sorry, in, the, the in the sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. um, and the eighties when it really who would became, play Reagan? Who would right? play, like because like, there's the picture of him yeah. and Ronald Reagan so on I the think, desk. I think that would be so cool. And there's so much territory the there that they could they could they could etch out. That I would be. I'd watch. I'd watch every episode. This is why I said it wasn't realistic, though. The ending. I said it was fair. Tom getting the company. He's had to fight for it. He's the hungriest. He knows the fight, and it's sharpened him. It's the f- most fair, but I didn't believe it. I think in a lot, if you look in the history, and a lot of companies, big, small, Fortune 500, whatever it is, I think ego obviously plays a part of it. A father. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Wants to hand it over to their son. A father wants to hand it over to a child. A mother wants to hand it over to a child. Whatever. Um, I think in real life, Kendall Roy would have got it no matter what. And that would have been the end of it. Um, it's, it's, it's. It's great. It's it's good writing. It's it kept me. I enjoyed it. It was fun. But, Show was always fun. But I don't think it was realistic in the terms of I think that he would have just on his death he would have probably handed like this is my succession plan. This is what I've written. And I know that there was a, a, a penciled in thing, whatever he wrote in, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I think that that's what he would have done. Now everything else, you know, the sale to Gojo and everything that could be played in. But I still think that in real life. Kendall would have done that. Now, I know that I'm a little bit jaded on it because I told you – I mean, I can't give away too much because the company is still still around, but there's something in in my personal life going on in history with a company that's been handed down and and is going to eventually close back home, right, that I told you about. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's crept into my head, and I watched it at the same time. So I, I can't say that I wouldn't revisit this in how many years and maybe think differently about it. But I think that in most cases, the son, they want to keep it in the family. They want to keep that power. The son would get it. But I, I thought that Tom getting it was the fair way to end it. And I loved how, hey, like Roman kind of goes off. You realize, like Roman, I don't know what Roman's going to do. He can go back to doing whatever he did. He can go back to Asinoff. Shiv will obviously be fine. I don't buy that Roman would ever want it. Uh, that's no. that's a part of me that I, no, I didn't understand. I, I, I think Roman just wanted to be a good son to his father. Mm. You know, you could tell, like, you know. He was more you sentimental be, than You all better be scratching your bleeping armpit, Romulus. Like, you can tell he always had his thumb on Roman. Or you better be sniffing your bleeping armpit, Romulus. Like, you could, he always had his thumb on, he always had the power over Roman. He could always work him like a puppet. Kendall, he, Connor, he never really, whatever. Kendall, he he worked like a puppet. Kendall had a rebellious side to him, and then when Kendall stepped out on his own, he he messed up. He turned into an idiot. Um, and again, I said Shiv had to be sharper because I think that I do think that Logan, you know, and, and it's a different generation clearly, but he's a sexist. Um, but you're right about Roman. The way it ends, where they show Kendall and Colin does it. None of these people know what to do in his family without Logan. Shiv goes into Tom, goes back to Tom because Tom is running the company. So it's the closest tie. He's the American CEO. It's the closest tie to his to her father. Rome looks lost. And the series ends with a shot at Jeremy Strong looking out onto the bay, and then it cuts off. And that's where I thought, one, you're left with this thought of, what is he going to do now? His entire life is set up. He has alienated his ex-wife. Remember, they were having a nice co-parenting situation at the beginning of all this, and then he went back. He had the relapse and everything. But 
he has he has alienated himself basically from his ex-wife. May have alienated himself from his kids, even though he seems to have a, a kinder heart than anybody else. So maybe he could get back to that. But he, there's no other business. You know, you were right. He's tried his hand at other things. The Vulture thing was a a joke. Anything else he's done has turned into something not good. And he's just staring there. He doesn't know what to do. All these people have golden parachutes, so you don't feel bad for them. I mean, they're all going to get a billion dollars at least. So none of that matters. But I think you either, A, you realize what he's feeling and that there's, what are you going to do with the rest of your life? There is zero reason. Or B, would there be a pickup with him as a lead character at some point in the future? Does that leave a door open? You know, you said a prequel. Yeah. What about a sequel with him? Yeah, I, you know, you come back in a couple of years, and he has started his own whatever. Kindle? I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Kindle, maybe that's a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't know that you got a couple of years for that guy. I I, I I'm guessing. I'm yeah. I know. I understand, but I'm no, guessing. I don't think his life made it that much further. But you think he's gonna die? I think he's going to kill himself. I think that dude's going to No, I don't think he's going to do that. Well, wasn't the I don't final think he's scene that. to kind of at least plant the seed of whether or not this guy has anything to live for? Oh, yeah. yes. That, and I said that. I said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I go back to the kids, and, and this is why, you know, I think they. I think if anyone would have gotten it, they would have ran it into the ground because I think they were all trying to make decisions in spite of their father. I just, I just love how Tom all of a sudden is running point on election night for a newsroom all of a sudden. <laughs> like, yeah. like this guy this guy has gone and run the gamut of different jobs in that damn corporation. Yeah. And that's why he's the most fitting. That it he is. started in parks. Right. Greg was throwing up in a, in a, yeah. in a Greg was costume. High. High. He got lucky. Yeah, and he got lucky. And part of that is luck. But that shows you part of it's luck. Obviously, you have to know people. Honestly, it's part of the prequel, too. Greg's dad is a fascinating Fascinating guy that revolts against his brother's decadence and and capitalism Wait, his, his spirit. Yeah, Ewan, his yeah. grandfather. Ewan, yeah. Sorry, uh, I, that's what I'm telling you. A prequel uh, for those those subjects way back in the day. I think would be. But very he's also. But I think that you would have you would have a great storyline with Logan calling him a BSer because Lo- Ewan is on the board. Ewan mm-hmm. definitely draws wealth from that company. Sure. And you went at it like, did my brother, the bleeping conscience of the prairie, say something like that type of thing? Because you know Logan sits there and goes, you call me every word in the book and you still get a dividend from this company. Mm. How dare you? I'm the one who has to go out there and they make me the evil and you call me every word in the book and say I do all these things that are terrible to the world. And a lot of that is is maybe true to, to a lot of people. I mean, sowing divisiveness in the world is not necessarily a good thing. But he definitely gave people what they wanted. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a, a thirst for that entertainment, and he gave them that. And uh, I would, if you were Logan, you would have a great deal of resentment how for about, that. How about the one vulnerability um, that they were they, that they were willing to show when it came to Logan, which was women. It was women. His girl. I mean, his young girlfriend. Who's, who's clearly using him and then trying to put her on the anchor desk. I think that lost a lot of people. It, yeah. it probably I did. think that's where a lot of people but, went, but, okay, but what just, are we doing? Just the contrast of here is this man, this titan of all things business, with his sphere of influence that is second to none, 
uh, the iconic way of which he runs a business. And here he is yeah. trying to curry favor for his girlfriend who's going to probably be out of his life in a year. This man is so sharp and everything else, and he can't see the forest for the trees here. And everybody else can, by the way. They're all making fun of her. And he walks yeah. in, and they're, like, quiet about it. They're like, oh, boy. Like, And all the women together at the eulogy. Like sitting I thought that was a, I thought that was a good move. Sitting together. I thought yeah. that was a good move. I thought that that was interesting. Yeah. Um you could I but did you think she was cause she was crying at the end of it. She uh-huh. was really upset. Yeah. She seemed to really care for him. I mean, and they showed the one video of him and she's like rubbing his arm like she really seemed to care uh, for him. Just the family's disdain for her was so great after They did not after, respect her. They're like, "All right, he's dead. We don't need to ever see you again. Please get the Get the hell out. Oh, bah, 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 bah. Um, I I will tell you. Why is it always me? Who I don't know who. Pl- I don't know who. Uh, I don't know who. Um, plays the character. Mm-hmm. Her on the anchor desk, <laughs> struggling with some great acting. I think that's actually hard to struggle that badly if you're yeah. if you're that good of an actor. I mean, you're an actor on an yes. HBO series. You're a good actor. Right, right. And for you to go up there and struggle like that and to look like you have no business doing what you're doing, I thought that was a good acting job by her. I thought that that was very interesting. But um, I, I thought altogether it was a good series. It wasn't my favorite altogether. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was good. Uh, there were a lot of cultural touchstones that they, that they definitely, I think, exposed people to, which was really cool, uh, that, I, that I think sucked me into the series, really. I mean, that, that way of life that the billionaires, and obviously we know it's a, it's a, whole, uh, it's a whole retelling, refashioning of the Rupert Murdoch story mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. um and it's, so it's got all its its satire and its bias that that falls into play with it but I, I just love that world i love that world of rich people and the things they do and it's what got me into billions and I, I, billions got old for me real quick um because i tried an episode of billions and i didn't it didn't hook me i i loved it for i loved it for about two and a half seasons i i tried it well that's why i like that's part of the reason i like mad men so much um I'm gonna be doing a rewatching soon. It's been it's been three years. We I'm went. Ready. We just went through. A re-watching. I'm ready to get. I'm ready to get back into we it. We just again. went back through. Um, I'd like to watch it with Sarah. I'd like to. I'd like to get my wife into it. It's well depend. I mean, there's a lot of things that you have to get used to in that series. Obviously, I mean, there's some there's some things like you watch it over again in Mad Men, and there's some things in there that you don't remember the way it was. Uh, but I I I like the story arc. I I found a lot of it fulfilling. I found a lot of it to be just still the best. And that's why, like, and I and I didn't want to get addicted to the argument because I can get addicted to the fight mm-hmm. and say Mad Men's better than Succession and and not see the not see the entire scope of things. And I didn't want to do that. But I look back on it now and I go, nope, Mad Men was a better series. It ran longer. Uh, it sure. was it which was, is harder to do. Which it's is harder. So much harder to pull that off. It had more characters. Which I guess if you have more characters, you can maybe keep it going longer because mm-hmm. you have more play, more things to play with. Um, and and by the way, not every not every episode was a home run. I am I I have my uh, criticisms of Mad Men. I still don't know why he had to stay in that stupid motel with the money and or with them him being accused of stealing the till from the from the veterans and things like that. Uh, I thought that, that was one silly is as a hell. Vicious. It's a, a vicious, vicious episode. episode. <laughs> vicious episode. Um, that's hard to watch. Don is one of the first anti-heroes I ever had where you're, you're, you know, you, you want Don to succeed, but you can tell like, boy, there's some ugliness in here, some darkness in here with him. But I, I just love the entire, 
I just love the series. I, I love I love Bert. I love how there's <laughs> growth there. I love that there's there's some dignity in Bert where a lot of people seem to want to go running to what New York became, which built which I should say obviously succession is what New York became. And Bert is still trying to like like when he gives the when he gives the obituary of um who's his uh Bl- uh, Blankenship, Ida Blankenship, and he's like, she was born in a cat. She was born in a in a in a barn, and she died on the 131st floor in Matt and a Manhattan skyscraper, like that type of thing. Like that, that's caring. That's nice. Um, God, the writing's so damn good on that it's, show. It's it's good. And then I'll I'll just I will not. I I will just always be so impressed with the story arc of Pete Campbell. Because mm-hmm. you feel like so many of these characters are going to be irredeemable, and the difference between this show. And, and Succession and, and some others is that so many of the characters over time, believe it or not, they, they could be fulfilled and they could turn out to be somewhat decent, mm-hmm. as, as decent as they possibly could be. Because it's like it's weird because like Harry Crane goes from typical Midwest m- middle class to kind of scummy, yeah. pretty big scumbag. And Pete Campbell comes from... The Dykemans, the, the, who are who are known to the Roosevelts, and his father is a bad guy, and his father loses the fortune and everything. He comes from this arrogant blue blood background, and it's never like he's poor, and he messes up, and he's a total idiot at times, and he's a really ugly figure. And boy, he just he comes through in the end, and he's I mean he steps off that plane and he he wants to be in Omaha. Was it Omaha? No, Wichita, Kansas. He's in Wichita, Kansas. And he just he looks like this reverent person, like I have made many mistakes and I'm very thankful for my life now. And it's like, okay, there's a redeemable person in there. And that's that's what I liked about Uh, Pete. I just love that the feud between them and between Don and him throughout the entire series and how they would look down on each other. How at, at first Pete Campbell was looking for Don's acceptance, and then uh, later on in the series he doesn't care. He thinks Don is pathetic. Yeah, I and love for a time Don is. Stuff. Yeah, absolutely he is. And I I just love how Don Don goes in this whole journey trying to find deeper meaning, and then he just realizes, you know what, I'm a I'm this a dark ad man. That's what I am. Mm-hmm. This is my life. And you know January Jones dies sadly. So how do you compare? So you're mentioning Mad Men. Well, she's going to die, sadly. Uh, do you throw Breaking Bad in this conversation? I only saw one season. Okay, so that's that. Obviously, Owen's seen it um, a few times. Yeah. Yeah, and I have two. Uh, and then Sopranos. <laughs> and these are the Mad Men's my number one. Sopranos is my number two. These are the shows that always come up. Um, am I? Are we missing? Any seminal shows that belong in this conversation? Well, there's other ones that there's. I think Lost, by the way, would have Lost was one had of the them. last season not happened. The last season a was so bad. A little less known because they're FX shows. Justified and Sons of Anarchy, those yeah. are always I never saw them, and everybody high. swears by them. Justified, I think, is one of the is probably my favorite show of all time. And I, then, of course, The Wire. Yeah, which I have seen. And what was the uh, Chickless? The uh, The Shield. The Commission. The Shield. I love Jake the Shield. Jake the Fat Man, of course, was also one of them. China Beach. I liked, uh, I don't know, all those shows are good. Uh, not yeah. many of them 
So really, everybody but pretty we're much talking in the last fifteen. I think yeah. it, I think it all comes back to for most people that analyze TV that I I respect that have watched everything because I clearly the three of us have not watched everything. Right. But for the most part, it almost always boils down to The Wire, Sopranos, Breaking Bad, and Mad Men. Yeah. Succession, a little rung underneath that. Yeah. But those are the I think shows. It's tier, if we were going to do TV, yeah. like prestige TV, I think it would be tier two. Yeah. So in the end, like, I, you know, I've gone back and watched Sopranos. The Wire's tough to go back and watch. It's just so slow. That doesn't mean I. Uh, it, right. It's any lesser of a show. It, the rewatchability of it to me is not there. What's, it, what's his? What's the, who's the guy? Who's the big guy that came out of the wire? That Omar. Uh, well, yeah. Um, the guy. The I mean, the lead character. I. What does he even do? What's Dominic. His real name, whatever. Though? Um. I can't even think of it. the British guy. Oh. Oh, uh, uh, Ali. Yeah, not Omar. Marshall Ali. Yeah. Yeah. No. 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 Wait, no. Uh, Idris, Idris Elba. Idris Elba. Why yeah. did I, I say Ali? Jesus. Muhammad Ali. Yeah. Idris Elba. Idris Elba. I just heard a good, podcast good with God. him. I think he was on the Smartless mm. podcast. And, or he's on with Dana Carvey. I don't remember which one. But now I really want to go watch it because I barely watched The Wire before. Mm-hmm. But I really want to oh, go watch definitely, it Oh, it's definitely worth watching. You probably, I mean, the last season, whatever, they, they tried some different things. I was into it because they brought journalism into it because it was... Part right. of it was the newspaper, but uh, the show was fantastic, and everybody says the most realistic show. Like, of all the prestige TV, this was realistic. This was Baltimore. They used even people from Baltimore, people that were in the gangs, in the drug deals in Baltimore. Right. I, I don't have a criticism of Sopranos, but I have to remind myself that Sopranos was late 90s. You can get away with some of the stuff that they do. Like, when Tony pulls out the... He's like, ah, you got to see the one I just caught here, and he pulls the gun out and shoots. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you get away with that? And I'm like, it's the late 90s. You could have got away with that then. You can't right. get away with any of the stuff they do now. It's 2023, and I forget, like, they pull out flip phones. Like, it's the 90s. Yeah. They're, they're going into the 2000s, right. but it's the 90s. So you could get away with things. You can't now. I mean, there's cameras on everything. You can't do that stuff. Now, like, The Wire does. that does, make any sense yeah. to you at all? I, yeah. I get it. Like, the, the Wire does not have a lot of comic relief. Sopranos does. I mean, the laugh-out-loud moments oh, in Sopranos. God. Are, I, are the only everybody. thing about the everybody. Sopranos that you think you could still get away with some of it today is you would obviously have somewhat of an ownership over the people that own the cameras and things like that. Even but. yeah, even Tony when he was mad, there were times where he like you ever say something, you ever get mad and you say something, you don't really get loud when you get mad. Mm-hmm. I do. And I will say something that makes me laugh when I get mad. And I'm sure you do the same thing, Owen. I never get loud, so I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but when he like when he gets back, so what she's got a pin missing. That's just the <laughs> way he says it. And I'm like, okay, this the, come on. How do you guys not bust up on set when he says that? Like that's some good stuff. And I by the way, like James Gandolfini, I mean, these are it, 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 it He's going to be remembered for that role forever, and it's humanizing him. Everybody loves James Gandolfini for that, right? Am I people, wrong? People are certain that he could have broken out of that character, that he that he could have become a really, really good actor. And he had been in movies, and he, he had been in uh, Crimson Tide, by the way, one of my one of my favorites. Guys, well. so <laughs> I know we just did a great review, but Tuesday, next Tuesday, what? Yeah, we're going to be doing another great review because I just got our tickets. Monday evening, we are all going together to Cinemark Valley View to see Barbie. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, 
celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.